was Queen Bella's Ball, the hard version from Night's Journey of Dreams. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Radio Redux with myself, Kevin. We are at part two of our discussion as to the greatest games of all time, or at least our personal greatest games of all time. And I say ah because it is not just me here today and for the next show and probably two shows after that as well um it is it's myself Erfart, and the two johns shadow fox and turbo we are going through our individual lists giving our reasons why said games are the best ever or at least to us and in fact it's it's actually my turn next right Kev. I will uh, change what I was going to talk about because it fits very much in with uh, the previous three, I guess. Yes, you know Um, what I'm doing. There are few. There are a few games, and you guys know. I mean, you yourself, Shadow Fox, said about how you know you'll take Fallout, and it'll be the game a game you go to to just disappear for a while. There's games that I think we all we all get out once a year pretty much without fail. There's some games in our collection that will always get that yearly playthrough. Doesn't we don't know when it's going to be, but sometimes we'll just get the itch and we'll we'll get it out and we'll just play through it in one one or two, three intense sessions that, oh, I'm just going to go back into this for a little bit and then, oh, whoops, I seem to be most of the way through the story now because I haven't put the controller down and, oh, God. Might um, as well finish it. Might as well. <laughs> I, you, you know what? You know what? I remember this bit. you just got to go over here and do this and do this. What do you mean it's free in the morning? Um, one of those games for me um, has already been mentioned actually it was mentioned earlier in one of the discussions Wind Waker for me again like Earth I've had a portion of my top 5 has pretty much been locked for a while but I have been reappraising that and with the Zelda series honest to goodness if you gave me the chance to just go and go sit down with, with a Zelda game, it would be Wind Waker. I have been trying to get Wind Waker working so it can be played on the LMC Twitch channel for a long time. And in a, or in a way that would be suitable. I have spent all kinds of money on all kinds of capture devices to try and get a decent picture off of the now this is the original yes the original, game the original game, not the hd yeah, the, version the, yeah because i don't have a i don't have a wii u so getting off of the gamecube i which is obviously means off of the wii because oh yeah i think it would i think if this was like five years ago it would have been cheaper to just get yourself a wii u and get yourself probably a copy of the game and probably, you'd be fine but, but, not, but not anymore um no. and if you think about it it graphically it's the Zelda that stands out the most it's got who'd have thought that this massive area of the game which is just water 
It's like, yeah, but it's alive. It has a personality. As you're go as you're going along um, in the uh, King of Red Dragons, you're constantly on the lookout. You can just chill and just let the, let the journey happen, but there's stuff around every corner. It's not a sparse map by any way, shape, or form. And it's a lovely story. It's full of really genuinely interesting characters. Um, everybody who has played that game will... Um, the the second that... The, the, if you've played it through once, it's like, oh god, and it, but by the time you get to the second time, who would have thought that your grandmother being sick suddenly becomes like a massive thing for you as a person? <laughs> Link's grandmother sick. Drop everything. Absolutely everything. We are heading back to the island and we're sorting stuff out. Grandma! Just, Grandma, just need to, no! The just lovely need to make soup lady! <laughs> just need to make a stop around the fairy fountain, steal a fairy yeah, yeah, just, for Grandma. Just a couple of things first, but Grandma first! <laughs> Wait, I don't have a bottle yet. Where do I get a bottle so I can capture I don't a fairy? know. Where's that guy with the, with all the pots? Quick, I'll just carry one of those round instead. <laughs> Fashion something, but there's it's beautiful in in terms of the 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 cell shading. It is perfect for the Zelda franchise. It really is, and I think and, it has the best Zelda in it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Zelda, who is not a not a princess at all, until that weird point in the game where she becomes a princess and she sort of loses her edge a bit because it's like, oh, I'm a princess. Well, no, she gets bring, it back in the final fight. Tetra though. back. <laughs> bring... Well, Tetra hasn't left. I mean, I know, uh, but you, you sort of expect it to go. Oh yes, look at this. And then like like rip the bottom of the dress off and go. Yes, and now I'm going into battle with you. In fact, I'm leading the way. How about you give me? Actually, the sword? you say that. I, I've seen fans interpretate that. Yeah, <laughs> in, you can just in, see in other forms of media. You can definitely see. You can see that. But I don't think it's that much of a surprise actually that that Breath of the Wilds look. In terms of in terms of its graphics, is a is a tiddly bit towards that 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 shading aspect. They try it, yeah, but it's it's definitely of a different design yeah. of uh, shading than what uh, Wind Waker brought. Because mm. Wind Waker was is definitely more um, uh, like car cartoony in style mm. with its design but it works so uh, well for, and it's I, yeah, it does it has held up a lot better now in several years and I'll go agree with this even though I love Ocarina of Time like in terms of design wise and it's like the angles of uh, you know characters in Ocarina of Time doesn't hold up to the the, sh the, the nicely shaded and drawn kind of like art mm. style that Wind Waker brought but that wasn't and... yeah. That wasn't everything that Wind Waker brought in. It brought in so much personality. The enemies, oh, the enemies. Yeah, you, you jab them in the ass, and they'll be like, "Oh, good job!" <laughs> and they'll run around and say, "Oh God, the things are on fire!" And what's that? What's that? It's so much animation. It's much more cartoony, yes. But there's just so everything's got so much personality in it. And Wind Waker was the next one that really built on the the idea of the tropes that had been previously established then clarified and expanded 
in Ocarina of Time. Wind Waker was the one that really started to look at the Trinity and the fact that there's this cycle and the fact that it keeps happening. And it was the first one to really go. And isn't that a tragedy? Yeah, Ganondorf is oddly enough portrayed not as this... He is a villain, but there is a sympathetic angle to him. Yeah, we, we spend time with Ganondorf, a small amount of time, admittedly, but we get some much-needed backstory for Ganondorf. Like, why is this happening in the first place? Why was he after Hyrule? Um, and we, we, as you say, we get a very sympathetic angle from him as he explains you know why he he did this but he's not surprised he ganondorf is actively searching remember for people with the uh with the pointy ears with the heritage because he's looking for a link and he's looking for a zelda he knows they're out there somewhere more specifically he wants zelda uh, because the triforce is more powerful with her in his mind but there's just a bit it's, it's the first one that really sort of goes you know okay well the yes there is this cycle but also they're trapped in the cycle they're they're doomed to to be a part of this whether they want to or not they can't live their own lives and it's that which is in a way tetra's villain because there's she's out doing her own life and then there's this destiny this this you know uh, this life which has been chosen for her which is just out there stalking her basically it's the fate of the gods yeah it's the fate of the fate of the gods you could quite argue that you know the the three goddesses are not um necessarily all all good because they have sort of put Hyrule in this holding pattern and there's this sort of generational service weirdness going on um but there's there's some great characters in there um there's all sorts of moments uh I own <laughs> you could the fact that you immediately can just make various noises from Wind Waker and you know exactly what it is. Sploosh. Yeah. If, 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 if you say sploosh, the next person will say... Kaboom! Exactly. Um, it's like... Oh! <laughs> Who'd have thought? And even like, this, even like the series noises that we've had going on for, for the flourishes, the musical flourishes for... Things like the treasure chests and stuff like that, and the various menu bits—all that started with Wind Waker, really. It it set a, it set a style and it set a new marker on a lot of the other things that Ocarina of Time didn't. Um, and it sort of fleshed out things a lot more. Also, there's a, there's a load of characters in there that I that I really love. Um, Medley is probably my favourite character in that game. <laughs> she just is. Because she's in a really difficult position. In fact, quite a lot of the characters are like like really difficult positions, and they're having to make difficult choices. And yes, some of them are like, oh yes, well, I, I readily accept this. But you know, there's a there's a whole heap of other stuff going on there, 
and uh, we also get a, a whole bunch of um, Hillian lore as to what's going on. The, the game sets up the fact uh, the, the very first thing the game sets up is that the hero doesn't appear. Yeah. And that's it's... such an interesting concept at this point because you're so used to Ocarina of Time and ha 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 look at the great hero. Yeah, what if he doesn't turn up? And this is the thing. Link technically isn't the hero at the start. He's not. He has to. He has to prove himself. Yeah, it's 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 the one. It's the the whole green costume, which is the idea of of the hero, is a rite of passage. It it the whole story is a rite of passage and growing up. Um, it's a very different take uh, on things. It's also a much more violent game. If you think about it, I mean, I mean we beat Gandalf by stabbing him in the head. I'd st- yeah. such a good scene. Jesus! <laughs> when that first happened. Where are we? <laughs> well, what happened to the kid-friendly stuff? He's, the small child has just uh, stabbed him in the head. And we've, we've that visual as well of the, the of Gandalf with like the, head, the forehead wound has persisted too since since Wind Waker in some form or another. Even, again, even to Tears of the Kingdom, there's been a, there's been yes. a yeah. thing there of something uh, some spo- sort of... Spoilers. Some sort of, they, know, they, they know at this point he's in the bloody game. Hey, you never know. Some people are still <sighs> going through half of the blooming side quests and whatnot and still haven't finished the main That's story. Right. This episode doesn't come out for like another month if or two. If you haven't played Final Fantasy VII, I've got some news for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, Cloud is now. fine. <laughs> You, you say that, they might be changing it for the remakes. Indeed, so indeed. Never Who know. knows what they do with that? Who knows? But, but anyway, honest, honest to goodness, honest to goodness, music, atmosphere, characters, graphics, at, all of that, it's but beautiful. I, think, I, I think want to play thi- it again soon. And I, I think my I favorite a, song I, is Dragon Roost Island. Yes, me too. Dragon Roost Island, it's amazing. It's beautiful. If, yeah. you've, heard it, if you've heard an orchestra play it, ooh. I've heard one man band play every single part himself, which is a really good <laughs> rendition. But yeah, I'd love to see a concert. Yeah, yeah not at the same time. He like recorded each instrument separately, but he did Indeed. everything on his own. But, but what's that? The music of Dragon Roost Island. My, that sounds like a perfect opportunity for a music break. Radio Redux.
using the Hidden Palace to store our junk in since 2006. This is Radio Redux. And now that the music break is over, thank you very much, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> that was a really short track. Oh, I, I, I think you'll find that was the extended version of Silence from our point of view. <laughs> yeah, from, from our point of view. But yes, um, so I guess I'm back up to me then. My so number, number four, four. <laughs> yeah, my number four is possibly the only one that could be contentious, but it's also the one I think is most likely to cross over with anyone if it does. Um, and that's because some people might say this isn't one game; it's two games. Hmm. And um, yeah, if if this really displeases you, I do have a backup game, which won't be on, isn't normally on my list because my big list is one game per kind of gaming era um but the gaming question is sonic 3 and knuckles whether yeah. you consider it two games or one game eh, from my point of view this is kind of th- this is very similar to kev in this is a game that i play almost once a year for whatever reason or not in fact played it already this year played it when sorry oranges plus came out played it through his amy completed it in about two and a half hours yeah, it's like yeah, that's you, roughly you get a new way to play. It. Time. Also, if you super glue the cartridges together, it becomes one game. <laughs> I mean, isn't the whole point of and Knuckles finalizing the idea they had? Yes, it was originally meant to be one game, but yeah, it, had it was originally meant to be one game. I, I think, I think you, it's okay. So Sega I, themselves recognize it as two different things. Um, it's, so I, it's acceptable either way, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I well, I was going to say it's like. It's two games that came out in the same year that was pretty much effectively a part one and part two. So I can, uh, you know, accept that it is one full game. Yeah, if if you uh, if you're really if you're really against the idea, and I have had some people argue I shouldn't be allowed to include this as one game, replace it with Sonic CD because that's my second favorite of that era. Um, yeah. But for me, Sonic Three and Knuckles is kind of that. While it wasn't the first Sonic game I played, and in fact I never played. Um, Sonic 3 and Knuckles on the Mega Drive I only had Sonic and Knuckles I didn't play the complete collection until I bought the PC version Um, I still have that disc as well with the Sonic the screensaver on it Um, but yeah I I mean everyone knows this game for me the best edition is still the Angel Island Revisited version but you know Give it to me, I will happily play it. It's something I go back to regularly just because it's a nice, quick, enjoyable game. I know inside out. I can get all of the basic emeralds on by Hydra City Zone, and I can get all the super emeralds by the end of Mushroom Hill, usually. I failed on my last one. That's effectively the same as myself. Yeah. it's I, This is just a classic through and through. The music's still great. Um... You know, they stole a fair few of the levels from this for Sonic Mania, and most of those levels had very little change to them. Hydra City and Lava Reef were almost identical, not level layout-wise, but gimmicks and everything-wise, practically the same. I think it's... By the time they got to 3, they pretty much perfected the formula for that kind of 2D, at least, (laughs) that era of gaming. Pretty much. The thing is, I will say that I think all of the fan iterations that have come after it have helped you know expand it one of the favorite playthroughs i've ever done was playing through it as metal sonic who mostly plays a sonic but there's a couple of extra tweaks to him 
um and that was really enjoyable and you know it was kind of fun going through as amy with a slightly different twist on it um interestingly the first time i completed it i completed sonic 3 and knuckles as knuckles because barrel <laughs> no couldn't figure out how to get past the barrel it's not the, in the, the barrel. The it's bar- not in the PC instruction manual. The barrel, you said. I, you, 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 you know who was responsible for that? The Notorious barrel. criminal. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, Yuji Naka, as was admitted at SummerSlam 2011. He was. It was his fault. It's alright, he's he behind bars. He admitted it! Sent him to he's prison! Paying, he's paying for his crimes. <laughs> <laughs> barrel prison. crimes. He would he's like he would like all these other crimes to be taken into account, please. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, I don't think I need to go on this one too much, but you know, even nowadays I'm still looking at different ways to play the game. I'm still downloading other mods for it. I still look out for, you know, all of the stuff other people are doing with it. And you know, I think it's still going to stay there as my favourite 2D Sonic game of all time. It's my favourite Sonic game of all time. And, you know, I love Sonic 2. And, you know, as I said, if you really don't like this, Sonic CD is probably the second favourite in that category because I love the time-warping mechanics. I think it's really clever how they've done it. But Sonic it's 3... Four in fact, levels for the price of one. What I want is Sonic 3 and Knuckles with the Sonic CD time mechanic. Someone get on that so I can explore four different versions of every single level in Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Um, Don't tell me you wouldn't play that. <laughs> uh, dear Sage, could, yeah. you fi- could you fix it for Earth Arts? <laughs> uh, I believe someone that. has tried it. <laughs> I'm sure somebody has, but uh, Dear Sage, could you game. please, one of you, finish it? That would yes. be, be great. You can but all yeah. take a level each, it's fine. It could be one of those challenges, it's like everyone goes off and does one level. And they, they, have, they, have, they have to then stitch it together in a con- concise way. The collaborative challenge. I was going to say, I mean, that would be quite the task because uh, if you want to do a past, uh, past, good future, bad future kind of like uh, palette for the stages and then re- reconfigure the kind of like uh, layout um, a bit as well, that is quite a lengthy task i would think oh no yeah well it's yeah. like i say it's four for, times especially for the amount of zones that are in um sonic 3 and knuckles yeah. it's, it's, if it was it's just sonic 3 work, fair enough cause... because that's about the same as what sonic cd is but uh taking the two and doing all that oh yeah that's quite quite the task i'm sure there's much worse projects out there but yeah there, I, I don't think this one needs too much of an explanation um you know th- if you want to ask me my favorite uh, favorite zones, probably God, that is a difficult one actually. Um, I'd probably go with from Ice Cap Zone. I- Ice Cap Zone is one of my favorites. Although I, the other thing is because I played the PC version first of Sonic Three. Uh, yeah, you didn't get the, you got the original uh, I, songs for it. Yeah, the soundtrack that's in Sonic Origins. That's my original soundtrack. I'm used uh-huh. to it. <laughs> Um, See, that's someone obviously who doesn't get uh, um, butt hurt about a soundtrack. <laughs> you know, he's happy with what he's got. <laughs> I, it makes very little like, difference to me because, in the end, you know, even even with some. But of the same for me. I didn't. I didn't mind. Like, I didn't mind the change either. So it's like I, I accepted the fact, even though I, w- I was brought up with the Mega Drive versions and whatnot. Um, or well, technically brought up with the Mega Drive versions. But uh, I can easily uh, 
you know, accept change. Unlike some people who are stuck in the past. <laughs> That's most people, to be fair. Um, yeah. yeah, It's but, almost like the change had to happen to safeguard the ability for you to play the game in future years. Yeah. Surprising that, yeah. eh? It's a very small sacrifice to make sure that at some point in time, a very lawyer-happy group don't come <laughs> along and say, hey... We read this thing that has been admitted by your company since uh, 2010, and the, and the Mega Drive Ultimate Collection, <laughs> where it's in the facts. It's like, oh, do they? Was it? Is it accurate about about, about the music and, and and Michael? Yes, it fucking well is. <laughs> well, and you know what? If it's on PC, just wait a month. Yeah. Just imagine Just imagine people who have got really bent out of shape about that yeah. What if said, said family of said musician Suddenly went Well, about all that music Did, did our guy get paid for that? Um, so, I mean, that's his music in there So, uh, is he owned royalties? As well as all the other artists that technically worked on them as well. Yeah, is he? Uh, well, because that's a chunk of change for Sega. That's a big chunk especially of change, with, especially with the amount of uh, units they yes. you know, kind of like pushed over for how that. many years. Yeah, how much money would that be? Very significant amount of money. Oh yeah, for Sega. That would be a very da- a very dangerous thing for Sega to leave dangling in the air. You've got your copies. You've got your options for the ones that have already gone. For for sales from here on in, there's a line, and it's for Sega's own goods, and it's for your own goods as Sega fans to accept that, because otherwise you may not have a Sega. <laughs> I will say though, um, someone has done a better remix of um, Carnival Nighttone using the original, uh, using the um, remix version as a base. Um, which I think I may have sent you, um, Kev. But it's basically, um, oh, what's the track called? They uh, the clown, the famous clown song. They use that more as a bass. Why well, can't I remember the name of it? I'm gonna have to look that up later. What the something something March like the March or something like that. It's definitely not the Chocodera March. No, not the Chocodera March. It's something. Something March. Yeah.
but yeah, so that's my number four, Sonic 3 and Knuckles. If you don't like it because you think it's two games, put Sonic CD in there instead. I don't care, they're all good games. It's your list. Yeah, it's my list. It's your damn list. Who cares what they think? I'm just I'm just making sure everyone's happy. But can, yes. you, can, can you hear them complaining right now? Yes. They're outside the window, <laughs> clawing at the door. God damn Jeez, it. You got I'm very like sensitive ears like there with the placards again. Just get a bucket of cold water or something. Uh, no, they're here with uh, scythes, knives, and other bits. Ah. What about swords? Speaking of swords, it kind of like segues into my uh, next entry. <laughs> From Sonic to Look swords. Look at him, the professional. Oh, ah, guy, oh. Sonic and the Black Knights, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Close, Swing close, but uh, no, no. Many people would probably say that uh, this next entry that I have in my list uh, here uh, was pretty much an inspiration to Sonic and the Black Knight. But really, in all honesty, it's not the case. It was more of a case of the. It was a subject of the what was known as the mascot boom era of uh of the 90s oh, you know the mascot the mascot platformer boom oh my god bubsy with not sword. that no yeah. i'm talking okay. about the good stuff Gex, of mascot obviously. boom uh, platformer boom not the bad shit but um no the one that um i keep in high regard on level with the sonic series was an end, which was just a simple entry that was uh, released in the mid uh, in the uh, early to mid nineties. I think uh, I know what this is. That uh, that that not only just like uh, was a st- typical platform, but it introduced a, um, several mechanics, and it had um, an ever replayable kind of like uh, um, like addiction to it. With its multiple difficulties and uh, just charming aesthetic and whatnot, um, and really just really good uh, gameplay with a uh, different kind of like uh, you know stages, uh, even like like multiple uh, like the the different scenes within stages having different kind of like gameplay aspects to it, and that is Rocket Knight Adventures. Oh yeah, Sparks the. Yeah, well, not not, not no 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 yeah. not Sparkster Rocket, <laughs> not Sparkster, Sparkster the, character, the second one. The character of Sparkster, but not the game. Sparkster. Yeah, the character yeah. Sparkster, uh-huh. but no, the game specifically Rocket Knight Adventures, starring Sparkster. And I, which so are you talking about the original Rocket Knight Adventures here? Yes, the original, as opposed to the other one, which you did play once upon a time. Well, it's like uh, that was just simply called Rocket Knight. Ah, there was, was no, there was Climax. no adventures there. There was no adventures in that. <laughs> it was just him. It was the origin yeah. story. It was just Rocket Knight. He is a Rocket Knight. There we go. He went around his house doing the dishes and stuff like that. <laughs> in fact, he did. He did come out of his house. He said, that was the whole opening scene like, of that first oh, game, was, uh, or, or, or that remake, was he, he sees the in, uh, impending invasion from this new threat and he, he from his house. He goes back into his house, gets his night gear, and rockets off. <laughs> To try to take care of it, but sleeping? no, um, no. The original Rocket Knight Adventures uh, for the Mega Drive uh, is a forgotten gem uh, now, more than ever. I fear, cause of its poor handling of one simple company who just like they like their legacy titles, but the w- legacy titles that give them money, 
and uh, that is talking. Uh, we're talking about Cap uh, Konami, not Capcom. Uh, Hit the lever. <laughs> Konami um, having the the stranglehold of on this IP, this IP that could really benefit um, uh, them in uh, in this current market of uh, you know revitalizing uh, you know two D platform uh, like um, you know side scrollers and stuff like that. Um, I've never and, understood that they're holding uh, on to these know, IPs a... for so long and you just never touch them. It's like, there's so not... many companies that do that. There's oh, a yeah, the discussion for another day, actually. They're, they're yeah. not increasing in value. They're not rare coins. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, if uh... I don't, but if I don't take this franchise out of the packaging... <laughs> some, <laughs> some, some, someone will pay me many money for that it later down the line. <laughs> But no, um, yeah, Rock and I Adventures. It, 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 I don't know if uh, many of you guys have ever played it at all. Yeah, I've definitely played it. Yeah, touched on it, but uh, not then you enough. would probably agree with me that it is definitely way different to the typical pl- mascot platformer of the air, of the time. Yeah, where yes. they did try to incorporate uh, many different ways of actually uh, playing in a platformer, specifically the the jetpack kind of like a mechanic of charging that up and being able to launch yourself in uh, one of uh, uh, eight directions. You can go straight up, straight down, uh, left, right, diagonal up, uh, diagonal up or diagonal down. You know, depending on where you kind of like launch it, you can go in that direction uh, once you're fully charged. Um, It's a nice little risk reward kind of like feature as well because you don't have you don't have any kind of like mid-air kind of like control after that initial launch. And plus you go into a stunning, um, stunned kind of like animation after the launch is finished, like in the free fall. You're committed um, to it. Commit yeah, to your actions. Yeah, uh, so, so that, there is that risk reward, uh, uh, kind of like fa- factor in the gameplay, which, you know, it's a nice little uh, thing to put into a platformer. Well, not, uh, the um, the levels are just cr- like they're really cool. Like uh, it's like different. It is it, it's obviously you had Sonic Three and Knuckles be like storytelling of bridging zone like levels to levels, zones to zones. Uh, you know, with a you know a story telling telling the story through transitions of uh, what happens at the end of each zone. Like, for example, Angel Island, obviously, uh, Knuckles uh, blows up the bridge that you were standing on and you fall into Hydro City. It's very vague, but yeah, I agree. I think Rocket Knight does that a lot better. Oh, yeah. Aye. It's like, I I feel as though it did it a lot lot better. It it set to... um, It had much better storytelling in its level level transitions than than, uh, even Sonic 3 and Knuckles did. Uh, again, not knocking Sonic 3 and Knuckles because you know that was the pinnacle and the flagship of uh, the Sega brand no, at no, the time. It's too late now. You said it. You can't <laughs> run it back. Rocket Knight <laughs> Adventures him. is better. Hang him. Well, no, you, you say that Turbo might have Sonic 3 and Knuckles on his <laughs> list later. Oh, really? Uh, spoilers or don't? Oh. Um, Hang him. Uh... <laughs> but no, it's like that. Yeah. You know, I'm, this is me obviously that this is what I was kind of thinking it's like from that era from the Mega Drive what do I like more 
on the Mega Drive, and I, I had to, I had to say to myself, "It's like, look, uh, you know, I can only have like one franchise uh, represented in my list, and um, and this is like for all, you know, uh, errors and whatnot. And if I was going to rep- have something that rep- represented my kind of like um, uh, enjoyment of the Mega Drive era." It would have to be Rocket Knight Adventures. Like, there's there there were so many other ones that I could have chosen, but Rocket Knight Adventures to me had that charm and um, like easy, like definitely pick up and play kind of like uh, mentality. It's especially if you're starting on the lower difficulties, like because it is a it is a learning game to get better at the game and then trying out the harder difficulties and try to get the best. You know, well, try to beat the complete the game effectively by com- beating it on the hardest difficulty, which even I haven't done myself. I've I've beaten it on the second hardest difficulty myself, um, but uh, I don't think I've beaten no, the first game on the hardest difficulty. No, it's still fun regardless. Uh, the hardest difficulty is like it's like crazy hard. I think it's called for the U- for the UK version, where you die in. I think two hits or one hit and you have no continues and no lives to start with. Yeah, I, I think I beat the hardest difficulty in the sequel but not the original. And I think I may yeah. have saved Scum to do it to be fair. Mm. Well, I, I well, I haven't played it. Um, um, I've only played it on original hardware and, and with the original cartridge. Uh, so I've uh, and that's that's the same with the, uh, the sequel. Sequel, obviously, I, I wasn't I feel so I, I didn't find a better com- connection to it. I think the gameplay was just a lot too stiff. No, that's um, right. I, I don't remember uh, them well compared enough. To the se- yeah. Compared to the original, at least. Didn't they remake the original one at one point? No. No, no it was an entirely new one they did more recently. Yeah. Uh, Climax, like I was t- saying to Kev earlier, it's like Climax yeah. made that remake. Uh, so it was a completely different e- entry altogether. Uh, but this is a series that has had no remasters, no remakes, no re-releases um, at all. It has four games to its name, effectively, um, but none of them, be- but all of them, stuck on their original re- uh, release consoles. Um, uh, with uh, Rocket Knight Adventures on Mega Drive, uh, Sparkster Rocket Knight Adventures Two on Mega Drive, Sparkster. Uh, on SNES and Rocket Knight uh, for Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network and all that. And all of them... Uh, I mean, granted, they, they have their own quirks and stuff like that, but the first one is, to me, the best and had definitely brought... You know, elevated the whole uh, kind of like uh, engaging gameplay with... I wouldn't say dramatic storytelling through the form of gameplay, effectively, but you know, really, good, really good storytelling uh, through gameplay, and uh, you know, um, you know the the little cutscenes that they had uh, between like levels and stuff like that. I thought it was a nice little package, and I I have so many great memories of that. And I can, you know, I just love the character of Sparkster, and I love the world that they were trying to tell. Uh, especially when you read through that in- instruction booklet and you read the back, uh, the lore 
of uh, the world that you're on and stuff like that. It was, you know, it was fun. It's just a shame it was never, uh, like, uh, elaborated or expanded upon uh, with, uh, you know, further, like, sequels, you know, remakes, even other mediums. Like, uh, the closest that we got was STC having a, uh, a brief stint at having a story based on the world of Rocket Knight Adventures and whatnot. And, um, and I think that's where I first heard of him. So. Yeah, it's like, uh, that, that's a, a lot for the UK at least. Uh, but outside of that, you you know, you don't have anything else that expands on that, you know, series and whatnot. I mean, wouldn't it have been great to see a cartoon series based on that first game? You know, it would it'd be amazing. You know, it would be something that would rival all those kind of like 90s cartoons that uh, at the time, you know, like Biker Mice from Mars and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and all that. You know, it's like it would definitely fit right into there with how it's presented. And then you, you can but... make merchandise of usable jetpacks <laughs> for all the kids. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> I mean, we had proton packs back in the day. And it's like, what, what, what's uh, wrong with having a rocket rocket pack strapped to your back? I think we need to start like some sort of underground, <laughs> underground movement here to get <laughs> to get more love for the Rocket Knight series. Because we see more people cosplaying as what was the name of the bad guy what's the name of the, the uh axel gear axel was gear. the black knight oh. yeah um sparkster and axel gear and you see loads more people at cons cosplaying as them start start as like an underground movement a revolution <laughs> it's been a decade since we had a game in this franchise <laughs> uh, but yes <laughs> But yeah, hi, Rocket Knight Adventures. That's uh, my second game that I have on my list there.
Good choice. The second game on my list is pretty much here right now because oh God, of it's convenient been... <laughs> timing. It's in the room with us. The call's coming from within the house. <laughs> in three hours, it might be. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so there are games that are your favourite games because you keep going back to them. Then there are your favourite games where you wish you could forget you played them to play them again for the first time. Uh. And I'm calling this one out because it's getting a re-release at time of recording tomorrow, which is Ghost Trick. Sort of (laughs) a... um... Full title, please. (laughs) Okay. Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. There we go. So, what's the deal with Ghost Trick Phantom Detective? You're dead. Go solve murders. (laughs) Specifically, your murder. <laughs> so and yeah, prevent other murders while you're at it that have already happened. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's the game is so. It, the point of the game is that it's a puzzle game. It's made by um, Capcom. It's uh, same uh, people who made the Ace Attorney games. I'm fairly certain. Quite a lot of crossover between them. Yeah. There's a yeah. There's a lot of mixing and matching there and you can you can feel that in a lot of the characters and there's I th- it's hard to say there's a character who isn't eccentric in their own way very similar to an ace attorney style of game but the whole point of the game is that it's a puzzle game uh using it was on the uh, ds initially so like using the touch screen you play as sissel and you get to um use your ghost trick your power to fiddle with certain objects in the environment. You also get to go back four minutes before someone dies in an attempt to avert their fate. And this is and so ghost trick is a power that you will find other ghosts have. I guess technically, if 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 a ghost can interact with the environment, is that not that's a um is that a poltergeist or um? I guess so. The thing is, like, the other ghosts you find have different powers to you. Different powers, yes. Phasmophobia will probably give you a a running definition of any of those. um, True. But none of us have played that as far as I'm aware. No, no. (laughs) But yeah, so... And over the course of the game, you'll meet other characters and other ghosts which have different powers. So you can activate things. Another ghost can, like, swap items of the same shape. Not necessarily the same size, which it annoys me because the more I talk about it, the more I'm remembering it, <laughs> which is something I've tried to <laughs> try to I've tried to yank it out after because it released uh, released about a decade ago, and it, it apparently it performed rather poorly, but it's one of those ones that had a sort of cult following, and well, like we're saying, there's no point in sitting on an IP if you can maybe make a little bit of extra moolah so they're doing the re-release in HD tomorrow. On everything under the sun. For Is it re-release. compatible with Apple? I think it's already on Apple. Actually. So it it actually Even had... Steam. Uh, I don't know. It had a re-release on iOS and Apple like a cup, a year after it came out on the DS, I think, because it was all touchscreen based. Mm. Yeah. It was all start- so it was actually... I just, yeah, I'm, I'm as, as somebody in this household really wants to play it. But of course no. they have a they but of course they have a Mac. There is also a Switch version coming out. Yep. Oh dear. <laughs> it, as I said it's coming out on every it was platform. Nice seeing under the you, sun. my friend, and it was nice <laughs> to have you up here for a while. I will not see you again. I mean it's the thing about the game is that 
the way it's a puzzle game, it has pretty much one way to play through it. And once you've experienced the story for that first time, which is a great story, it hit oh, yeah, me, it's fantastic. hit me really hard. There were some tears, which was initially my original, my original rating for like, what were my favorite games? What games made me feel things? Ghost Trick has been one that has stuck with me and the way it made me feel for for that decade. It was really good, and it's like it, it because of that. It's it's kind of pushed off other games, which I shan't mention, which you'll probably be surprised to not see because I didn't want to have too many similar games. I would say on the list, but yeah, I mean, you get to you get to meet some characters, including the best dog in any video game ever. Missile, missile, the Pomeranian. <laughs> I was going to say that's a that's a very that's a very strong statement you're making there. <laughs> it, it is a very strong statement, but I will. I am willing to back that up and fight <laughs> fight with it to the grave. I was going to say there's there's a lot of go- dogs in gaming that could definitely you know fight for that Can title. Can you pet the doggo? Well, you don't. Ha- you're not corporeal, so. <laughs> You, I mean, you can, you can, you can run the stylus over the doggo. Does that count? <laughs> we the jab is, the doggo. <laughs> we can't talk about the doggo because it's a spoiler. Anything else we say about the doggo is a spoiler. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a shame. I because the game is obviously so heavily story based. I mean, you know, it's puzzles. It's a puzzle game with a storyline. They're the only things I can really. I, I don't want to speak too much about because I would really recommend. Absolutely picking it up and enjoying it. I already I will, have it pre-ordered. I, no, like, even though I, I've played it already. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'm gonna buy it, and it is gonna be next week's, um, or at least previous week's X amount uh, bonus stream, bonus stage on LMC. I will say. Mm. So if you're listening to this, it's already been out. So go, buy, go buy it. it. Go play it. <laughs> go play it. Yeah. But uh, I will not be playing the full game. For the reason of wanting people to go and experience it themselves, but yeah, as such, uh, I think I I will just cease it there. All I'll say is that the pu- the puzzles are very they're very clever to do, very intuitive, and the different mechanics you get throughout allow you to flex your mind. Yeah, it keeps adding a little hit to a little twist here and there to keep it fresh, and that's what makes it work so well and failure isn't the end 